masters of the universe. As much as I would love to play more of that, I think we might get busted. Hey, everybody, what's up? <laughs> That's right. Chris Adams, your host, Travis Rollins, the best thing going today, co-hosting right. the show tonight. Oh, yeah, we have got a fun concept tonight that we're going to tackle. And what we are going to do is we are going to do a casting of the Masters of the Universe if we were having a movie come out today. People that we think should play the character. <coughs> I have gone through and made a list of people that I think should play the roles. And Travis has a list of people that he thinks he would like to see play certain roles. Yes, uh, yes. All the same characters. We didn't go outside of that. Uh, and this movie, we're kind of in agreement for sure on one thing, that it needs to take place in Eternia. Absolutely. If it doesn't take place in Eternia, what's the point? Because the original movie made that mistake and didn't do it, as well as not having Orko in it. And they kind of paid the price for it a little bit. So the the popularity didn't take as well to it. Yeah. How how could you think that Gwildor is going to be your stand in for Orko? I I, I don't I don't know, but um, it's it's it was crazy to me, and um, I I don't want to see He Man on planet Earth. I want to see He Man in Eternia, the battle for Eternia, Castle Grayskull, the 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 palace, like in the background, like I'm on location right now in Eternia, and in the background you can see we have the palace. There you go. That's right. And I don't want to see I don't want to see. Uh, Skeletor coming through some kind of time warp either. I want to go to Snake Mountain, man. Right, you want Snake Mountain and you want to see a shot of a distant Snake Mountain as you as as you come into it closer and closer. Yeah. I mean, and we with CGI today, we can do anything we want, and that yeah. movie can be done. It can be done if you can do oh, Transformers. 100%. If you can do Transformers the way you do Transformers, you can do. He Man. If you can do Avatar, yeah, you can do things like He Man and even even Thundercats mm-hmm. and and things like that that you would think you could have done before because the CGI and stuff wasn't the greatest. Uh, the technology wasn't the greatest then as well. Right. So now we get the the imagination can go anywhere we wanted to, and we want to see a Masters of the Universe with Eternia, the battle for Eternia, Castle Grayskull versus Snake Absolutely. Mountain. It works. We want everything. So um, Travis. Uh, just before we get started here, I'd like mm-hmm. to say, you know, it is as the day we're recording, it is Mother's Day. So, yes, when this, when this does air, it'll be way too late. But we did tell way our mommies, late. we did tell our mommies, happy we, Mother's did. Day. I, we, we did. I, I, we mm-hmm. actually at my house, we got in the car and drove by the the two grandmommies, which would be my mommy and Tasha's mommy. So we and, actually went by and said and, hello and, and happy Mother's and Day. You see, I am currently eight hours away from my mommy, so I had to FaceTime her on the phone and tell her. Heck yeah. However, that, however, it all counts. It does. But however, I am very close to moving back there. As y'all know, we've been doing work on my house. We're going to sell the house, move back to Tennessee. We're about a less than a week away of moving uh, back up that way. Heck yeah. And then hopefully, hopefully the house selling soon right behind it. So Anyway, back to the show. Uh, uh-huh. We are going to start off today talking about uh, our people we've picked for the characters. We're not going to start off right with the great stuff. You know, we're not going to hit the home run, say He Man and Skeletor right off the bat. We're going to make yeah, it way I can't that. do that. But we will have, in a matter of minutes, oh yeah, many minutes, uh, He Man, Skeletor. Some evil in some sorcerers or people, you know. Uh, yeah. well, we're gonna start off with some of the uh, lower end people we picked. Yeah, so, yeah. we'll go with we'll go with the people that you've uh, seen like kind of all the time. Yeah, you know? Travis is good. Oh, oh, before we say Travis is running the board tonight. 
Oh, hey, y'all. I'm running the board. Travis is running the board. So if anything goes wrong, you can still blame me. I'll, I'll take it. But, right. you know, I, I got confidence in him tonight that he's going to nail this. Oh, I way. will. I will. And I have I have something that I have to add to it, too, as we go along. But I can do that as we go. So, yeah. As we go. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Travis, if you if you will, uh, the first casting of the movie, just kind of give us a little hint on the character or a little rundown on the character or something, if you will. Oh, well, the character, he, he's Big Daddy. We're going to talk about Big Daddy first. Um, he's He is the Prince of Eternia's father, which would make him king. King. Uh, really, in the, in the show, man, he really didn't do a whole lot, to be honest with you. They show him in the... In the throne room, and he'd be sending she, out Tila. And do you know what's funny? What's that? I he's the king, right? He's the ultimate. He's the king. He should be defending the palace, defending his people, right? Um, so I, I, not lying. I have been watching the cartoon He Man on Amazon Prime for a little refresher with this coming up. You know, nothing wrong with for this. Nothing wrong. Got a with thing that. where Skeletor works his way into the palace under disguise, mind you, mm-hmm. and. Um, he threatens that if they don't give up, uh, if they don't give up to what he wants, he will turn everybody in there like he just did Man at Arms into a crystal statue. Oh, yes. I remember that episode. So King Randall was like, Marlena, I want to do what's best for you and our people. Surrender <laughs> us. <laughs> wuss. wuss. Anyway, anyway. What a wuss. King Randor, proceed, please. Code King Randor, uh, yeah, like you just said, he was kind of wuss. He didn't really do a whole lot, man. Uh, kind of just gave everybody orders and what we're going to do today, or so and so's invading, or kind of made fun of Adam a little bit because Tila was kind of more, a better warrior than he was. And Adam's never on time. <laughs> and Adam is never ever on time. Never. Most most episodes start with uh, "Where's Adam?" He's late uh, again. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, that's pretty really, as far as I recall, that's pretty much the dynamic that King Randor brings to the show. Him and uh, Queen Marlena, too. Queen Marlena, probably even less, but I guess since it's no. Queen, she goes after King. I don't know. It could be. So, could be. I guess, and, and Queen Marlena, for those who don't remember, is actually from Earth. Yes, yes, yes. Somehow so her, her King little King Randor crap. is an Eternian, and uh, Queen Marlena is an Earthling. Earthling. I wonder... Is he really ego? What if Peter Quill is He Man's brother? What if? <laughs> so I guess uh, what's how about then you start us off for ease of running the board, so I may not make as many mistakes. I have it in a certain order. Well, a certain order, and since we start with King Randor, my King Randor pick, I, I chose Viggo Mortensen. Bam! And I, I chose Viggo pick. Mortensen because I was sitting here wrapping my head around this, going, "Who can I pick for King?" Because it's it's got to be a a solid pick because we're doing an ensemble cast. And this is just like saying the Avengers today or back in the eighties when they did like the breakfast club or the outsiders or red dawn, or they had an ensemble cast in all these movies of stars. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're doing here. So I wanted someone who is, who is, who is big enough of an attraction, but also strong enough to play the role of a King. And he's done it in the past in the return of the King to the Lord right. of the Rings. So I'm picturing him as uh King Aragorn with a smaller crown, basically, and I said, you know, he could pull that off. He's got he he can he can have the look with the hair. He's got the beard, 
you know, put the small crown on him. He can do a king's voice. He can do a, the act of a king. I think he would do good and nail it. So I, I went. So I, I went Viggo Mortensen. Yeah, I love that pick too. Let's take another one more look at the Vigo. Ah, oh, Vigo. I love Vigo. Every every movie he's been in too, man. He's just a, he's such an incredible actor, man. So I, yeah. I think that is just a stellar, stellar pick. I personally went with Mr. Stephen Lang. And I personally seen it, and I said, "Man, why didn't I think of that?" <laughs> I went with Stephen. I didn't do this with every pick, but I went with Stephen basically because I wanted Stephen as Cable number one. Yeah, uh, and Stephen is so jacked, man. This dude's almost seventy years old, and he is still jacked. Yeah, and, like, and and I remember you know growing up watching the cartoon. Not that everybody, not that I would want this movie and, to. And- to perfectly align with how the cartoon was, but you know, everybody in the cartoon was jacked, including Prince Adam. You know, even when he was weakling right. little Prince Adam, he still looked like he whooped one of our tails. Like, and, and think about this think about this, uh, think about listening in the cartoon to King Randor speaking, uh huh, and then picture Stephen Lang talking. Oh, yeah, yeah, his voice is his, his voice, voice. He, he can portray, he, he's got that, that, that command of his voice. Mm-hmm. To be exactly like that, yeah. If he wanted yep. to, and I like you know, in his the hair, the the pulled back hair and the beard, it's all tight and thick, and you know, he's. Yeah. I can envision him totally as a King Randor, and w- along with the fact that you know, even King Randor was pretty jacked. That uh, was a great. It was a great pick, and I, like I love it. Stephen Lang. Like I said, you know, you like you said, his voice, everything about that dude is is awesome. You know, yes. So. Heck yeah! So, so didn't that next up? Yeah, I was gonna say if we have a king, we gotta have a queen. We gotta have a queen. So next up would be your pick for uh, Queen Marlena. With Queen Marlena, I wanted somebody who could be as close to her look in my mind as I thought would fit. Have a similar color hair, not a bright red hair, but you know, still kind of a maybe a brownish red tint to it. And if they wanted to change it, they could, like we talked about, they could always. You know, put a little hair dye in and alter the color of her hair a little bit. But I thought with her exact look she has these days and um, her voice and the way she acts, that Mariska Hargitay would be a good one. I like uh, that picture. Law and Order, Law and Order SPU zone, Mariska Hargitay. Um, I think and, she'd look right regal sitting underneath a, a crown too. Yes, I I think she could pull it off really well. Mm-hmm. I really do. And I mean, she's an attractive lady. You know, queens are going to be somebody you think of. You think of a queen, you're thinking, you know, the king and the queen. The queen's usually an attractive lady or something. She looks good. Right. And, but at the same time, she's elegant. And I think that she could pull off elegant as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so that was my pick for her, was Mariska Hargitay. I went with Miss Mary Steenbergen. I had to fully pronounce her name. That photo doesn't reflect who you think of, I don't think, but uh, she was the she was the mom that uh, was it Dale and Step Brothers married. <laughs> she was the one that may may want to try. You know, I've had the old bull. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, same same kind of thing. You know, since I went with Stephen Lang for King Randor, uh, when, you know, go ahead. When I when I hear her name now, mm-hmm. all I think it was Back to the Future Three. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know why. But that's all I think it was Back to the Future Three when I hear her name, and I all I can all I can hear is her and that. Emmett, Emmett. 
Right. Marty McFly. Ma'am. Kevin Klein. Wasn't it, wasn't it, the third one was the Western, wasn't it? Yeah. Where he went back, he had on the Calvin Klein. Your name's yeah. Calvin. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Calvin Glad That's the first one where they call him Calvin Klein. Was it the first one? Yeah, because of his underwear. Yeah, I thought his that was underwear. the third one. When he goes back in his old Western, they're, they're asking him, uh, what's, what's your name? He says, Clint. Clint Eastwood. <laughs> said, what kind of a sissy name is that? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, but anyway, uh, so I wanted somebody, you know, as I stated, uh, Stephen Lang is knocking on the door of 70. So I wanted somebody who was kind of, you know, didn't look like he was robbing the cradle too awful bad. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ms. Mary Steenberg is a little closer to his age. Um, yeah. and they're the same thing, you know. I feel like she could look regal, she could pull off the part. Sure, she's Absolutely. not gonna have that many lines or anything in it. So, but you know, this is our this is our uh this is our dream cast in here anyway. So see, that's uh, the thing. The king and the queen never had many lines in the nah, show. No, nah. they were there briefly just to give uh direction to what you know, sometimes to where the show was going or something, uh or to where that particular cartoon episode was gonna be at, what it was gonna do. Uh, they may have had two scenes, three scenes max in in, in an episode. So for someone um, like we've both picked for our, our picks, all four of them could no problem be a strong enough character to remember with just a few minutes in the film. Right. Heck yeah, without a doubt. So that's not the way I did this. Uh, I originally had it. I just on the fly changed this. People oh, were that good. So I uh, changing it up a little bit with our lineup here because I feel like that uh, possibly the things that we had coming next may have been dead giveaways for some of the other things in the future. So we're going to hop over to some of the some of the bad guys, regulars on the show, but not necessarily like humongous. I mean, they were huge characters, but, you know, they're not human and Skeletor. So um, start out with Mr. Merman. Merman. So Merman would do the Chewbacca, but then (laughs) (laughs) a lot of people do that one with the tongue. But if you do Merman, you got to do it in your throat. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, even more more like that. Yeah, I used to get annoyed at that. But uh, but your pick for Merman. My pick for Merman, I wanted somebody who's known for doing voices first. Mm-hmm. Somebody who can do imitations very well, especially mm-hmm. when they put a little effort into it and practice it. And I thought this guy here could also do some facial expressions, exactly along with to the voices he does. So I I took Bill Hader of Saturday Night Live fame, and I love that pick, man. Yeah, uh, like that is a great pick. I never would have thought of that, and for all those reasons, that is great. Like, he's even got like big old fish eyes right there, which is yeah. you know. Like you said, he can he can do faces too. He don't look like that all the time, but yeah, right, right. Yeah, that brought up. Uh, if y'all haven't seen it, we'll plug plug a show for free for people. But go watch Barry, man. Barry is hilarious. I was telling Chris about that. He's a has got a Bill Hader in it where he plays a hitman that decides he don't want to be a hitman no more because he went to an acting class and met a girl and he went to the acting class for the person that he was about to kill. So he comes back like I don't want to do this anymore. Just that's all I'm going to tell you. Go watch it. It's, it's hilarious. It, it sounds like a silly show to me. <laughs> it, I mean, it is so good. It's, it's silly, but it's good it. too. I, I can tell you some more about it behind the scenes, but it's really good. So I went with somebody who, <clears throat> for Merman, 
Um, not so much for the voice and everything. I would want him to do his voice because he does so much physically. He's kind of like an Andy Circus, where Andy does a lot of the mocap stuff and then somebody else will throw a voice over it. Um, or well, no, Andy does Andy does the mocap and the voice most of the time. I'm sorry, I had that backwards. He's the reverse <laughs> of Andy Circus. He uh he does a lot of the body and then they'll they'll dub over his or have someone else read the part. And that is Mr. Doug Jones. He was the ice cream guy, the weird like ice cream man in uh, that movie Legion, I believe, with Paul Bettany, who was Vision. Yeah. And um, he was uh, Abe on Hellboy. Uh, he was actually the Silver Surfer, but then Lawrence Fishburne did the Silver Surfer's voice. And I don't think he was the voice for Abe either. And he was also in... Um, uh, the motion of water, the water, something, something about water. So anyway, he played a character kind of like Abe. It it felt like it was a prequel to like, it was a prequel backstory for Abe from Hellboy. But I think with him doing that and him being so amazing, if, if I was to see Merman and there again, that's where we were getting away from going to like doing it like a, a copy of the cartoon, you know, we're going to, yeah. it's going to be good and appeal to people and not be cheesy and stuff like that. I think he'd be he'd be really really awesome. And you know, as far as Merman goes, they're going to be doing some CGI work on that. It's Absolutely. not just going to be the either of our characters we picked. It's not going to be their exact faces. Yeah, yeah. Their, their faces may become a part of it. Um, they're kind of like to do they do Rebecca Romaine Stamos when they do her as Mystique uh-huh. uh, in the older shows, the older X Men shows. Um, they make it do something like that where you can still tell that you see part of his face in with it and everything, but enough of it is, you know, still done with makeup and effects to where mm-hmm. it looks different and even you know, more closer to what Merman was. Right. Heck yeah. So well, there's Merman, the first bad guy out of the way. Um, let's do another switch up on the fly here and we'll just switch over to the good guys team and go to Stratos. Stratos. Does anybody remember Stratos? Yes, yes, I do. I do. Oh, I, I'm sorry, my yeah. bad. I was talking to them out there because I remember. Oh, I remember lots of them. I know. <laughs> hey, I, I was uh, so so. Just for heads up, I'm the one that picked the uh, the characters from for the movie. I sent right. Travis a list of who to pick and everything, and it got to where I wanted you know not too many heroes and not too many villains, just enough to make a good story. Mm-hmm. And have some good action in it. And when it comes to He Man on the good guy side, you had some other people. You had other than Stratos, you had Buzz Off. Yep. You had Ram Man. Mm-hmm. You had Fisto. Yep. Um, oh gosh, was it Mechanek was one, I believe? Yeah. But yeah, Mechanek, and then robot. Mechanek or was he he was he was the robot, wasn't he? I, I, I think he, he was a robot. robot. He didn't he didn't he like seem very really believable. He had like a red flap, and he had like a clear chest so you could see his gears. No, that no, that was, no, that was oh, that. No, Mechanic had his neck was like extended. He had, the, he had the upside down triangle glasses with the red. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Yeah, I've got, I've got him too. I, well, I've got all, I've got the entire He Man line. This, so I've got some of it broke out, as you can see. There's Castle Grayskull right there, and, but I don't have any. I don't have my actual figures out. They're still packed up. Yeah, he's he's too good to have his figures out because he thinks I'm gonna drive all the way to his house and steal his figures. All right, I had the inst- I had. 
Hey, I had to install security and cameras Shh. and everything. Don't tell him. I will go take them in a heartbeat. Don't tell him. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, yeah. anyway, uh, yeah, and you know, so I, the Stratos seemed like the best pick of the bunch, the easiest to put on film that made the most sense on film. Right. And still be able to cast them because Ram Man, I'm just thinking, what's the whole point of Ram Man? He's short and stubby and he lowers himself and runs his head into the, he runs his yeah. head into the, I mean, yeah, it's not going to be. Yeah, it's not going to be entertaining. It's not going to fit in. Um, he's basically, so he's basically, he, basically, he's Gimli with a huge vertical leap. Pretty much, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> and don't think I didn't think that when I was, you know, thinking about should I put him in or not? I'm thinking John Rice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then, and that man's like six foot tall or something. You know, I know, he's right? really short. Crazy, um, but no. Hey, I, I agree with you. Though it does, um, it, this that does make the most sense on film out of the regular other regulars on there. Yes, and, and for those who don't know, Stratos is the one that was kind of like a Birdman kind of feel. Mm-hmm. He didn't have you know wings like a like Hawkman or something from the from the Super Friends, right. portraying like a, a Birdman type deal, but. He was covered in like I don't know if they were feathers or hair, but he was like covered in he was kind of gray yeah. color. Yeah, he yeah, like he had him some kind of a helmet, a mask. <clears throat> you couldn't really tell um, a whole lot about him or anything, uh, except for his build and that he looked kind of like a bird-like a suit of armor, at least. Yeah, yeah. At, at the very least, it'd be that. It, it could be what he really is, you know, like you yeah. said. Um, but anyway, I, I took Anthony Mackie. Um, who plays in Salute. the movie, and he plays Falcon, where he's already in a similar situation where he flies to the air and everything, mm-hmm. and, and has wings as right. Falcon. So, I thought he would his body build would fit the same as what Stratos mm-hmm. is. Right, right. Um, he, even I hate to say it, even like the shape of his head almost. Because I just watched an episode the other day with Stratos owner, and the first thing I thought of was Falcon. From, yeah, you know, from the, the oh, I could totally see that without a doubt, without a doubt. So, and I, I think he's actor. He's got the. It, it doesn't require, you know, a superior actor. Not that he's a bad actor at all. He's not. I mean, but it doesn't require someone that's a superior actor in the world to play this role either. So, yeah, I mean, he yeah. definitely can definitely pull this off, hands down, no problem. Oh yeah. So, right, so I went with for for my pick on shadows. I went with someone. <clears throat> who I really like and I wanted to put into the movie and I could fit him in in a couple other places. But as I was doing this, I was like, how much fun would this be? I would actually, it would make more sense probably for me to trade him out with another. Yeah. Yeah. I could put him in a couple different places that other people would think would make more sense, but I wanted to see it. This dude is enormous. So like, unless you did some of the movie magic where you brought him into size with other people, this would be kind of don't make sense weird. But you know what? There's a lot of big birds on the planet. He Maybe he's an albatross. <laughs> I picked Mr. Winston and Duke. Mbaka. Mbaka. That, that dude's big. That dude, that's a big dude right there for real. Yes. But uh, I would I would just, I mean, some, some of these picks I did just because I want to see it. I just want to see how we would make that work. And uh, Winston Duke was one of them. I like Winston. I would, I like what he's what I've seen of him and, and I'd like, I hope he continues to to do well and I hope to see more out of him. Cause that dude's got all the potential in the world, you know, uh, on oh, any level oh, yeah. in any role that he plays too. 
and he's a big dude. I'd like to be. I'd like to see him have more of a role could, in something. Then could you yeah. see him? Not that this is on our our forte on the show, but just out of curiosity, could you see him advancing his role in the Marvel world to uh, step up to be the next Black Panther? Oh um, well, everyone's heart's desire is for Shuri to take it over. Even though that mm-hmm. does co-align with some of the things that some of us complain about about we yeah, look we're going too far with this woman empowerment stuff. But Shuri, I, I want to see Shuri as it. But mm, maybe. I, I think he could handle it for sure. But yeah. um, I, I'm not sure that they would ever go that way. Uh, I really feel like, honestly, for the Black Panther, that'd be a little bit of a stretch just cut because of his stature. And the Black Panther is supposed to be very acrobatic, lean, muscular, and Ready to go. Yeah. All that, like I said, it's not impossible, but you know, I would feel like he would be, he would feel more the shoes of like a, a Thor type character because he's known for his power. So maybe he would get somehow get some kind of uh, <clears throat> something would happen with the vibranium, and you know what I mean, or or maybe maybe since the since the Black Panther's power comes from that. From, since the Black Panther's power comes from the flower. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll get it. Maybe he'll get the pat the same power, but he'll be something else, you know. Can, can you like say that? that. Can you say that like again that. five times real fast? I know, right? Hell yeah! But yeah, I'd like. I would like to see something like that. Then that would be pretty cool. Yeah, without a doubt. But still, excellent picker strato. So great. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So it was yours. You know, huh? I'm well, enjoying you know, all of our picks so far. You know, you know what we may do just for some fun. Uh, we may put this on our Instagram page to let everybody participate in the fun here with our picks. And we'll do a series of stories on Instagram with a split screen saying, would you, who would you pick for this role? Would you pick as far as Randor goes, would you pick Stephen Lang? Or would you pick Viggo Mortensen? I uh, think that would be fun. You know, Rishka Hargitay or uh, 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 Mary Steenberg. Bergen, right. Steenbergen. Steenberger. I keep wanting to say, I I keep wanting to say steam burger. Yeah, I know. yeah, steam burger, steam burger. So, hey, but yeah, yeah we, we we may just do that. Get some, see if we can get some participation. So, if you guys see this come out and you follow us on Instagram, please make sure you make a pick on there. That would be awesome, no doubt. Thank you. So, what we got? What we got next? Next up, we got who we were complaining about. I'm leaving out last time and replacing with some weird looking oh. little gopher nut man. I don't know I, what I, he was. I'm going to admit something when you bring this up in a okay. second. I'm, I'm going to admit something that I just finally did in the last couple of days. Over as it's been since the early '80s, and I just now got around to finally committing to watch them, and I did. But anyway, go ahead. Oh, I have to. I need to know what. And, and 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 it, it ties into what you're bringing up about our <clears throat> complaint because our oh. complaint, our complaint is what. That Orko was missing from the movie. And who they put in there? Gwildor. And do you know who did the, the Yes, I do know who I do know who did Gwildor. And what is he from? He Willow. I did for the first time ever in my life yesterday. I watched Willow. Oh, for real? Oh Lord, we got it. You gotta tell me what you think, man. What'd you think it's of awesome. Lance Mortensen, dude? It was a I, <laughs> <laughs> it was an awesome movie. Uh, I am sitting here thinking to myself, why did I never watch this when it came out? I'm so uh, happy to hear that, it, man. It, 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 it was great. And there's one other movie I watched the day before that 
that I've never watched it. Everybody keeps talking about is the movie of the eighties movies. And I thought, well, if everybody's saying this is the epitome of eighties movies, uh, you know, adventure and, um, not, not really sci-fi, but, um, uh, what's the word for it? Like Willow and everything. Fantasy. Fantasy. Yeah. Fantasy. Uh, for the first time I watched Princess Bride. Oh wow! You had never. I don't know. I had never seen you. You may have mm -hmm. told me that. Actually, I think you did tell me that on the last uh, the comedies show. Yeah, I have never seen Princess Bride. Yeah, I had never seen Willow, and I vaguely remember Labyrinth. I watched it, but I vaguely remember it. So I'm gonna go back and rewatch Labyrinth here soon too. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Along with Labyrinth, I've got to watch. What's uh, there's another one I believe. Legend, it's got to be Legend. Legend, Legend. I have to watch. I have to rewatch that again. Tim Curry plays the devil, and it is to this day, to this day, one of the best looking portrayals. Like the the s the sf the sfx, yeah, makeup that they did to this day. I will I challenge you to find a demon or a devil that looks better than Tim Curry as the devil in that movie. It is amazing that that still holds up to today, too. Well, I, I, and I, I will say that The Princess Bride uh, did not live up to my expectations. It was not a bad movie. Right, right. Okay? It's not a bad movie. It's mm-hmm. a pretty good movie. But if I am ranking 80s movies, The Princess Bride is not in my top five. It's not even in my top ten. It wouldn't be mine either. I don't know who was saying that it's in a quintessential uh, 80s but, I, but will not, I will not mention any names. But, <laughs> right. um, back to this, we're talking about Gwildor was the one to place the Orco. We're yeah. like, no, we're like, no. We got CGI now. We got ways you can, if you can make Gollum, you can yeah. make Orco. Right. And I am if, one. And for, if you're gonna make Gollum and you're gonna make Gork, Orco, yep. Who do you gotta have? You gotta have Andy Circus. Wow. Right? Because this is what he does, okay? Right. He, he he's acted in some roles, yes, but this is what he does. He yeah. he learns the motions, the and, and mimics the moves of what he's seen. And Orko is he's going to be easy. Orko pretty much floats in the air. He's, he's going got to arms, be. pretty much. He's, he's got <laughs> arm motions and everything. Going to get Andy's and, arm, <laughs> exactly. And you're going to get, in my opinion, not Andy's voice because I didn't want Andy's voice. Right. I still wanted Andy Circus to serve as the person who does. The behind the, the scenes work than the mocap, but for his voice, I want to have oh Willow himself. Willow himself, and that's another reason why I was bringing this up because I just saw Willow. Heck yeah. Okay, I Mr. want that in Warwick here. Davis. Exactly, Warwick Davis has been done a lot of stuff over the years. He too. has, and him and uh, Andy have done things that a lot of people don't realize they've done. Both of those men. Uh, yes. Andy was also Caesar in Planet of the Apes. Uh, Warwick. Yes. Warwick was the little goblin that was the head goblin at the bank in uh in Gringotts Bank in, in Harry Potter, mm-hmm. uh, along with a whole bunch of other stuff. So for that reason, um I mean, hey, I picked uh I picked Warwick Davis too. <laughs> you know what, Travis? That is an excellent pick. That's like a good follow up. <laughs> I, I feel like you made the best pick right there when you did that. Heck yeah. It has nothing to do with the fact that I picked him as the voice. Nothing. Right. It's just like, hey. hey. <laughs> Heck yeah. So you can't have you can't have He-Man without Orko. 
All right. right. And if we could, we could like, we could trade out some of these other folks, which um, makes Look. me wonder why my, the next one, that, well, makes me wonder why this guy isn't further down in the order, but I'm, I'm not going to change it up at the moment since I already started but, introducing him. Well, look, over all the years, you're talking about trading people out. All right. Mm-hmm. They occasionally in the show, like I said, they brought in buzz off for right. the allies or Fisto. Uh, mm-hmm. Occasionally you've seen Skeletor bringing in, uh, I don't know if his name was lizard man or the one that was a snake spitor. Yeah. Yeah. He had him. Know. You had Stinkor. He was a dagger skunk or something. I yeah, mean, he was a skunk. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I, thought about, I thought about him, but I said, no, this, I said, we're going to do something. I don't remember do his this. name, but they had this purple spiky dude with like a trident on his hand too. But I don't remember his name. Yes. So anyway. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, but the one okay. dude, the one dude that I cannot remember being traded out, the one like the main man, the right hand man of Skeletor was Beast Man. Beast, Beast man. man was always there. And I thought about Beast Man. And I thought, who would I get to portray Beast Man? Several names came to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, not the one you picked. You told me earlier, but I was like, <laughs> man, once again, man, why didn't I think of that one too? <laughs> I. I uh, the one I picked was Ron Perlman. To me, he was obvious. Wow. Uh, yeah. Ron Perlman played the Beast in Beauty and the Beast. Right. He played Vincent. Yep. Yeah. He's done that. Um, he's just got this look about him. Mm-hmm. That if you put him in the makeup, uh, a version of, you know, Beast from Beauty and the Beast, but make him look more menacing. Exactly. He could easily easily be beast man yeah and that's a walking apart from him he was hellboy i know it's exactly he's got he's got lots of roles where you think he could portray something again and he was in blade uh what blade two or three magical in blade uh three wasn't it no no it was it was the second one it was blade two blade trinity was uh the one that had triple h in it so blade two right yeah 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 yeah. it was blade two because they, they put the team together and he put the explosive device on the back of it. Yeah. Right. And it's not like he was a beast of sorts there. He was a vampire. But, I mean, right. his his demeanor that he had in yeah. the movie, where he acted, that demeanor from Blade is uh, with the look from Beauty and the Beast, but, but altered a little bit to look more menacing. Is what sold me on putting him in there as my first over one uh, overall pick, without a doubt. And that's it. Kind of makes me go, why? Why are you like? Why did I think that? Maybe it's because it is. Maybe because it is the obvious choice that you feel that way. Because it's like, dude, Ron Perlman is the most prolific, and I, in my opinion, Ron Perlman is the best character actor of of all time. Like nobody touches him. Yeah, because he, he like. We've all come to know we can see that jaw and that chin, so we know who it is now. Yes. But before that, man, he would play a role. He'd be like, I, I know that guy. I know that guy. Uh-huh. I know that guy. And then all of a sudden, he shoots to stardom. And it's like, that's Ron. That's Ron. Like, yeah. he's, he's, but at the same time, he's a part he, of our. At the same time, your pick that you made for it. Thank going back you. To, going back to a certain movie. Yep. That, that is Beastman, too. That's you Taylor know? Maine. He played uh, Sabretooth in the first that, X-Men movies. Taylor Maine or Tyler Maine? Tyler Maine. I'm sorry. I don't know why I said Taylor Maine. I should have said Taylor Dane. Just got I, saw you, I, saw, I saw I was laughing. I was thinking, <laughs> uh, we hadn't got a name wrong yet, so let's just do that. What yeah, a, Taylor. What was, what was Tyler a Taylor Maine. Dane song? What was a Taylor Dane song? Real quick. I don't remember. Come on. Are you going to tell it to her heart? Is that what yeah, you're tell do? it to my heart. <laughs> 
<laughs> is it oh just God. love or just a game? Oh, we're but terrible. Yeah, okay. Tyler, uh, Tyler's a, he's that's another one, man. He's a big dude. He was a wrestler, bodybuilder, and he's on like uh, I think he's a, well, he's like six foot nine, six ten. He's, he's a, yeah, he's a big dude, and he's still a big dude. Even though he's a little bit older now, I really feel like it'd be easy for him to pull off. He was in another movie I was just telling you about with uh, uh, John Cena, where they play uh, firemen out in the woods, and then these little kids end up <laughs> they end up are there you, and they have to take care of. Are them. you Are you sure it's John Cena? I, I'm not sure. His name was in the credits, but I didn't see him. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Could you see him? <laughs> So that's hey, cool. Yeah. So, yeah. but no, so next up we got who? This is the person that I was like, why did I put him in behind down the line from Beast Man? But he was still a he was still very very regular on the show, and that's Trap Jaw. Yeah. Yep. Trap Jaw. Uh, yeah. With Trap Jaw, I get to thinking on that when I wanted somebody who, yeah, because first off, Trap Jaw was goofy looking for one thing. I mean, he's, he's practically a robot, right? Uh, he's because right. you see in scenes where he eats metal swords or something, or he's got the different yeah. attachments, takes off one attachment to his arm, puts one that shoots a laser out or something. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I'm thinking like a mace with the biggest swing. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm thinking well, we could have a trap jaw in this movie that was not just robotic. I mean, mm-hmm. he doesn't have to be robotic, he could be cyborgish, right. Okay, and being a cyborg, he's part human and part robot. Right. We could turn around and we could have where he could make the they could change attachments on his arm, mm-hmm. do different things. He'd be like Jack. Have, he'd be like exactly. Jack from Mortal Kombat or something. Exactly, but he could still have a the the look. And Tom Hardy is who I went with, and I'm thinking, you know, Heck Tom yeah. Hardy has got this solid look on his face that he's gonna hit the you know lose the beard and everything. Yeah, yeah. And put a little makeup. Put put a a skull cap on him where it looks like he's just got a solid metal cap on his head, you know, mm-hmm. and he can pull off the trap jaw tendencies and the way he acts with the facial um, looks and everything. It's right. not going to be like he's eating swords and stuff like that. Of course. Yeah. But he is a strong cybernetic thing. Uh, we could even go as far as to uh, compare him to a cyborg or yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and you could you could play with the trap jaw type stuff too. I mean, he could have like, you, you know, he could have like a, a, a prosthetic or something, or you know, half of his face could have been destroyed. You know, he could be like Robocopish or, or Terminator exactly. type exactly. thing. You know? He got something happened where they had to replace a uh, the lower portion of his jaw where it got broken and dis, dis dislocated off his mouth. It's dangling off to the side or something. You know, yeah. They decided to go ahead and replace it. With a quote unquote steel steel trap, you know, <laughs> right, uh, right, and 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 that's that's why they call him Trap Jaw because he's got that look, mm-hmm. but it doesn't serve a purpose though in the movie, right? We we could say the the jaw doesn't serve a purpose other than his appearance, and that's why right. That's why he called the nickname Trap Jaw, yeah. right? So that you don't get too crazy and out of place with it with trying to say what he would do, but right. he's got the different you know things he could do to connect to his arm for mm-hmm. different things. Kind of right. like uh, in another. Oh, I'm not going to go that with it that direction because we'll, we'll get off another subject then. Uh, <laughs> so, I'll tell you what I'm up later. Okay. But, anyway, but so uh, I was thinking the same kind of thing when I made my pick mm-hmm. of how it relates, how we would relate it to making a live action, and like you yeah. said, making him kind of cybernetic and stuff. And my pick is not only is one of my top actors of of today for sure. Um, he has played. 
uh, how would you say he's played an enhanced human, a human that's been enhanced with cybernetics in a different movie. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, let's go a little further with it and see how he would handle it. And I would pick Idris Elba. Okay, uh, I think Idris could probably do anything you handed to him. Uh, you know, he's, he's that good of an actor. And like I said, uh, in fantastic, whatever fan, no fantastic furious. I've, was it was it Hobbs and it was, Shaw? It was, it was Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah, in Hobbs and Shaw, he was a complete bad a. Like this dude, like I love this character in Hobbs and Shaw, and so I felt like that, not bring that same thing, but that kind of dynamic of him being cybernetically enhanced and this and that. Right. You know, it would fold over and, and work into it too. So right. So well, you're right. Yeah. So, That's but right. now, now we're getting into the meat. Now we're getting into what everybody wants to know with this. The meat and taters. The meat and taters. taters. We're getting into the most important people in Eternia. For sure. And I would say. We said it. Fight us on it. We said it. Yeah, fight me. I'm down on this hill. We're going to start out with the man that keeps everybody shooting and running and gunning. Keeps everybody's sword shops. Whoever could that be? Who could that be? Could that be Man at Arms? Man at Arms. His name says it. I know. I know. The Man at Arms. I was thinking to myself, who would be a good Man at Arms? Mm -hmm. And I remember the 80s version of He-Man that we had and the guy that played him. And they they were on the right track. Right. But they didn't have the right uniform. Mm-hmm. They didn't have the right appearance for him, I don't think. So yeah, you I want agree. somebody because because Man at Arms or Duncan, his name, he has a beard yeah. or uh, a little mustache. bit of a beard. It's more of a thick mustache and a beard. Yeah, he's got, he's got a mustache got, and maybe a five o'clock shadow. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. Something <laughs> like that. But he's got this different suit of armor on that he wears, and mm-hmm. it's got blasters on the on, on the forearms of the mm-hmm. suit. And different things like that. So I'm thinking, who today could I put in that place if I envisioned somebody with a mustache and that look and everything? And the first person came to mind to me was Gary Oldman. Yeah. Uh, He's done so so many different various roles where he looks nothing like himself. He's been in Air Force One as a Russian Mm -hmm. terrorist taking over the plane. Mm -hmm. He was Sirius Black in Harry Potter. I mean, he's got so many. He he was uh, Commissioner Gordon. He was in Gotham. Was it Commissioner Gordon or he was Commissioner Gordon, but it wasn't Gotham. I don't know why I said in Gotham because it's one of it's it's, it's one, one of the, of the movies. movies. Yeah, one of the uh, d- uh, the Dark Knight movie. Yes, there you go with a with a Heath Ledger's Joker, I believe. I think yeah. it was that one. So, uh, but anyway, he he, he was he, also he, in the Fifth he, Element. He was the bad guy in the Fifth Element with a little yeah. with a hair over here and talking just <laughs> as country as. Oh my God, Gary Oldman <laughs> can do anything. That dude he can, can do anything. Pretty he much, yes, amazing. And and that's why I took him. I, I thought he could do a good man at arms. Uh, he he'd have the look for it. Mm-hmm. And I went in conjuncture with something from the show too, because in the show. Um, without giving away who the people were I picked for the characters, uh, we also included two other main characters, which was Sorceress. Mm-hmm. You gotta have the Sorceress, we gotta have Tila. Right. And in the cartoon, they kind of give you a thing way down the line that the Sorceress was Tila's mother. Right. So I, I want someone, we know that Man at Arms is her father. Right. I wanted someone who I, I, I tried to pit the two together to where maybe this person I picked would have, you know, looks from both 
the man at arms and the sorcerer. So I took Gary Oldman uh-huh. for part partly that reason, and mostly because he's played so many great roles. I knew he could pull it off. Right. I, I, you know, and that happened to me too. What you were just saying about Tila looking like her parents. So fortunately, that happened for me kind of accidentally. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's going to happen so much with my man at arms. And then also, I too was thinking about the uh, Masters of the Universe movie from the 80s and um, made me just think about, you know, how great He-Man was and how Tila was kind of meh. They didn't have him dressed right. They didn't, you know, you know not, just a lot of things were wrong with it. But since I love he-Man so much. I just got to bring Dolph Lundgren in, man. I got to put Dolph in this movie somewhere and he's going to be my man in arms, pick. dude. And I yeah. love this pick, man. And, and I, I told you why you know? earlier. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's him now. And I told you earlier why I love the pick so much because like you said, you paid homage to the first movie. You brought somebody back. It's just like when they did the A-Team movie uh, that mm-hmm. they did and you had um, uh, Dwight Schultz and... Um, Oh, the guy that played Face Man, Dirk yeah. Benedict, have real quick cameos in it. Mm-hmm. In his case, it might not be a quick cameo. Yeah, but, it's a long part. But, I mean, it still does the exact thing, paying homage to the original movie, and I, I love the yeah. idea of it. And Dolph's still in good, he's still in, for his age, he's still in great shape. Uh, yeah. You know, he's not, <laughs> he's not like, hey, yo, and doing, you know. On, on doing those uh, cycles or nothing, you know what I mean? But he's still real fit. And uh, he likes to, he's known for, he enjoys doing his own stunts and stuff. So, I mean, it'd be, it'd be a fun time. And he was He-Man, man. So, yeah. And, and and in in this movie, he's not expendable. Yeah, that's right. That's right. No, not expendable one bit. So now mm-hmm. we're going to keep the couples together. We got the king and the queen. So we might as well have man and all, all right. the sorceress. The so, sorceress. Uh, so the sorceress in my mind, you know, there's always got to be, she's got to be, she's got to be a lot of things that the, even beyond the queen. She's got to be regal. Yes. She's got to be beautiful. She's got to be wise. She has to be, she has to be able to conduct uh, a certain uh, aura of, of power. You know, she right. has to be able to make you, you She has to command your respect, basically. Yes. You have to Thank you. Respect there you go. Yeah. Because of how powerful you know that she is and how knowledgeable exactly. she is and everything. And she has to be soft and gentle at the same time. Exactly. So she has to be a little of everything. That's right. So, so do you want to go with your pick first this time? Oh, no, 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 no. I was, I was leading into you. I was like, well, I just no, had on it. So let's. Yeah. No, you yeah. did. You did a great. You did a great job describing her, too. I'm, and, and I'm, I'm cool either way we go. Yeah. But I just didn't know if we were going to go yours. Pick first this time. Oh yeah, but, no, um, we'll go with you because so, I'm on a roll on the board tonight. We don't want to mess all right. it up. <laughs> That's right. We don't want to jinx nothing. Uh, I went with Julianne Moore. Oh uh, yeah, I wasn't. See, there it was. I was knocking on yeah. the table, knocking on wood, so I didn't. No, mess it's it up. okay. So you're, you're still. In time, <laughs> I was just late. Still, I was behind. You're still in time with the right person. You're cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Julianne Moore. I, I think uh, because the, first off, sorcerers has to have. You know, a little ten, a, a, an idea of red hair, basically mm-hmm. not bright red hair, but some type of maybe a, an auburn red hair look or something. Uh, in the movie that we want, she may not have the full cartoon look the sorceress had with a full on eagle looking, uh, right, you know, cowl of some sort that she had on in the past movie. I don't understand. The the sorceress was like uh, a way older lady 
with some kind of a crystals, crystals well, looking thing comes so, off her. So, per- so in the eighties movie, Skeletor was actually siphoning her power, and that's what was causing her to look old. But they did make her look like the ice queen from the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, which made no sense. <laughs> no sense. No sense. Uh, so when we see the sorceress, we want to see that eagle type outfit that she had on. Right. You know, the eagle, the eagle like cowl on her head going down to the cape that she had on, which looked like eagle feathers going all the way down. Mm-hmm. Because what does the sorceress turn into for a travel form? Well, she turns into a big old humongous eagle. That's right. So, I mean, and this is the kind of thing we want to see consistency on. Yes. We want consistency in the movie. And, it's, and it's, the other thing, too, with the sorceress, we want the sorceress to be, like we said, beautiful and regal. But we do still also want to see some age on her. We, this is not a child sorceress. She's been around for thousands of years, and she's like right. hooking up with man at arms, you know? So that's that right. was at least 20 years ago for Tila. Yeah. <laughs> at the very least. 25, very 30, least. who knows, you know? You know they, they worked a different kind of magic that night, you know? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, but I mean, it's, and, and, and she can be a commanding type person. I'm thinking of her in The Fugitive. She wasn't a major star in The Fugitive, but mm-hmm. she had a role of a, of a of a doctor in The mm-hmm. Fugitive mm-hmm. with Harrison Ford. And she is barking orders out. She's authoritative. Right. She knows her stuff and everything, right? But at the same time, she was cool with the cops. They were questioning. She's like, he, you know, he saved the boy's life. You know, he did good. You know, she's more of a, I don't want to say her tender side coming out, but more of a, of a, not quite so commanding person, but still demands, you know, your respect and you recognize her presence in front of you. Right. Because like you said, you know, she's got to be pretty, she'll be beautiful, elegant, regal, all this stuff. I mean, she does, in my opinion, portray all those things. Absolutely. As as well as. Oh, being a, being an incredible actor. I know you, I know you're a segue. I was going to say, as well as your pick. Well, yeah. But uh, I was I was hitting on her more too. I was my brain went sideways. I was going to name some other stuff. But my pick too. Yeah, I agree with you. I think both of these ladies are equally talented. Uh, but my pick was Miss Kate Blanchett, who I am now, head over heels in love with. So I have a question for you. Okay. Because yes, she is. She is hot from for her. And you know, I, there's nothing wrong with Kate Blanchett at all. Right. Did you come up with Kate Blanchett for this role? Because not because of uh LOTR, okay, you know where I'm headed with it. Then. Yeah, okay. yeah, because she was just uh, wondering, and the leaves of Lothlorin, come on. Um, what is her name? Oh, she's like, she's she's like the most powerful elf, too. She's from the she's from the age before. I, I just remember them referring to her as the Lady Lothlorin, or it starts with um, a G. But anyway, Gladriel. Gladriel, Gladriel, thank you. Gladriel, that's right. Uh, but yeah, um, no, I, I was thinking about her look. Um, the way that she looked when she played Hella uh, was just, oh my God, amazing. Drop dead gorgeous. And then she, she was in a movie with um, Billy Bob Thornton and um, uh, John McClain. Bruce Willis. <laughs> and it, it was called Bandits. Yippee-ki-yay. Yeah, yippee But it was called Bandits. And she had this yeah. fire red hair in that in that movie. And just I'd forgotten that was her, man. It's been that long. 
Yeah. I've forgotten it was her in there. Yeah, that was her. She was gorgeous. Right, and she's the same way. You know, she can um she can do any range of emotion you want for her. I even saw this ensemble piece where she uh she played a a male, a man. And it wasn't like a, a trans trans type thing either. Like she portrayed a man and it took me a minute to be like, is that really Kate? And I, you know what I mean? Like you're looking at it like, is that really her? And uh so yeah, that's I mean that's why I picked Kate. Because I'm in love with her and I think she'd make an awesome sorceress. Nothing wrong with that at all, man. I agree with you. It's a great pick. I love it. Heck yeah. I love your pick for this next one. Uh which would be uh I guess I guess if Beast Man is uh <laughs> Skeletor's right hand man, then this would be Skeletor's left hand woman. <laughs> be- left hand oh okay. Oh well you know what? Hold on. I plead. It's a good thing I'm not working the board tonight because I didn't forget my pick. Um, <laughs> boy, that's terrible, isn't it? Aha. 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 I wanted somebody for this role. We were picking Evil in, and I wanted yes. somebody for this role that I thought had the look on the face that could portray that kind of an evil look just in their eyes alone. When you look into my eyes, you know that person's going to be evil when they want to, but at the same time, you look at her and she is, you know, not evil, but you just like you're just like, man, I want that. Yeah. So yeah. I went with I went with Margot Robbie. Bang bang, those and, eyes, uh, boy. And everybody talks about her being, of course, um, Harley. Uh, Harley, yeah, thank you, Harley Quinn. Drawing a blank on the name, uh, but <laughs> Harley Quinn. And we're enamored Harley with all Quinn. these beautiful women we're throwing up on the screen. Yeah, I know. We can't we can, we can think straight now. <laughs> Harley Quinn, when she had uh, in the first Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. she's got the pigtails, okay? She's got that look. And she's got this playful look on her most of the time until you make her mad. And she's right. got this downright evil look on her. Yeah. And her eyes portray everything on her when she does this, to mm-hmm. me anyway. And that's what I was picturing. I envisioned on her Evil Lynn's headdress mm-hmm. that she wears with her hair pulled back and the headdress on and just looking kind of like at her eyes. And one way you can think about this is thinking of, think of Kim Cattrall in Big Trouble in Little China mm-hmm. when what she looks like normal in the movie with her hair out and everything versus the way they dressed her up for the wedding with, you know, with Lopan. They had that thing on her head and it pulled her hair back tight Right. And the, the, I don't want to call it a crown. Maybe it was a crown. It was something on her head. But it changed her appearance and look with the makeup and everything all around. Do the same thing with Margot Robbie, and it's evil in to me all day long. Heck, yeah. I love the pick. I'm, I'm, kind, of, I'm kind of the same with evil in. I, um, I wanted to go with someone because, <clears throat> let's face it, all misogyny aside, uh, you got to have fit and beautiful people to play in this movie. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you do. I mean, the way they portrayed in the cartoon, you got to. You, we like I said, we want consistency. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, for me, Evil Lynn, I always, I, I'm one that bucks the norm anyway. But so for me, Evil Lynn, I was like, hey, Evil Lynn's pretty hot too, you know. <clears throat> so Evil Lynn has to at least be able to keep up with Tila, you know, because that, that, that's kind of the dynamic there: Evil Lynn versus Tila. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> So I went with someone who as well, who I feel like can show emotion in their face and in their, in their eyes too, and can give you some evil eye and uh, Lord have mercy. I wish, I wish I was uh, 
wish I was her significant other to get her to give me that evil eye sometime, <laughs> but uh, I picked Zoe Saldana. You're going to get in trouble. Yeah, you're going to get I'll in trouble. <laughs> I don't know. Tasha might agree with me. She, <laughs> so I, I got Gamora here, but uh, yeah, Zoe Saldana, man, I, she's, uh, she's great you, too. I, I feel like she could, she could do the same thing, you know, just that that evilness and that that turn and look and that scowl, and you know, we were seeing it behind, uh, we were seeing it behind green paint and texture when we were saw her as Gamora. But if you look at things like um, Colombiana. Um, she mm-hmm. was really amazing in Colombiana and um, yep. she's been busy with the Avatar stuff. But yeah, I, I love Zoe. So yeah, it's a, it's a great pick. It's a great pick. Thank, thank yeah. you. Yeah. And, uh, so, so, so we, were, we were just talking about the opposites, the opposing forces. So that brings us right into Tila. Man, I could not make up my mind. And it, it, I just remember who my backup was, who I was, I was, I had two, two women I was choosing from. I couldn't make up my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I finally went with the one we're about to bring up here, but I went with Jessica Biel. Ah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking Jessica Biel. I was thinking from Blade Three, her her mm. character in Blade Three, she portrayed right was really bad. You know, awesome. She could fight. She had the bow and everything. She could do different things. I'm thinking, well, this girl could pull Tila off in a heartbeat. She could right. do this. But at the same time, I was thinking of the girl uh, that played Gamora's sister. Oh yeah, she'd be good too. Yeah, Nebula. if you think think about Nebula, the girl who plays her, I can't remember her actual name right now. Mm-hmm. I had it just the other day when I was looking at it, and I just for some reason I can't remember it. But anyway, in Jumanji, the remake of Jumanji, the character she plays in that was she in that. That was her playing the oh. at, the athletic redhead. Oh no way! Yeah, I just yes. looked it up. Uh, Karen Gillian or Jillian? Karen Gillian. Karen Gillian. That's her name right there. Ooh, dude, she, she would make an awesome Tila, dude. Boy, oh, I'm, bro! And I couldn't make up my mind, bro. Man, oh man, I would change my pick out for her. I, I would. <laughs> I would change my pick out for her. Well, you're welcome to have her if you want because I did not take her. I took. I took Jessica Biel. I'm not going to change my yeah. pick. It's too late. But I would. I. Yeah, because she, I changed my original pick because it didn't fit my pick for He Man, and you know they're yeah. kind of the romantic interest uh, for one another. And, and I told you across the internet they're doing this right now in different places. People are doing fantasy picks for He Man, right, uh, right. For, for a movie that we want to see, and uh, Karen Jillian was one of the names kicked out there for Tila, and. Yeah. I think that's the main reason why I didn't choose her because uh, so many people are considering her for it, and I didn't want to be jumping on the bandwagon now. Right. Um, and that's not to say that Jessica Biel's name wasn't put out there because it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But she's she a good she, she just wasn't the popular choice with a lot of people. Right, right. Then okay. maybe it's because they didn't grow up watching some of her stuff. Okay. Yeah. That could be it. I think she could pull it off very easily. But let's go to yours for Tila. Mine, uh, now. It, that it's not uh what did we say her name was now that's not Karen G- Gillian. Right. <laughs> not Karen Gillian, although she can uh, play a great one. Who I would almost trade out for Karen Gillian, but I'm not going to. Mine is Evangeline Lilly. And I picked her because yes. she her the bone structure in her face, the square jaw, mm-hmm. her musculature. She she's a fit lady, man. I'm not saying she's Jack, but you can see the right. muscles rippling, you know. Just and it, she immediately just, mm, I just felt like she was Tila. 
and I, once again, I told I told him earlier. I said, "Why did I not think of Evangeline Lilly? Why? <laughs> I love her and stuff she's in, man. Right. I mean, it, it, anything from being on Lost, right, uh, to being the in Wasp. the real the real Steel movie, playing the oh, Wasp, yeah, the Wasp yeah. Netman. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, I was like, man, she she could she could nail that role easily. Yeah, she I could. think so too. And I tell you, you know, off the top of my head right now, one more person. What's that? Um, I. Um, I don't know what her character name is. It's Lady Something. She she was on Shield for a couple episodes. Uh, she fought alongside with Thor. Oh, oh, um, uh, this this one right here. Uh, she played Sif. Sif, Sif, Lady Sif. Sif. Yeah, she'd be all right. She'd do good. I she would she, be awesome. I she could do it. Yeah, yeah I thought, but she already kind of portrays that kind of look in the in the Thor movie already, you know. Well, I tell you who was it's, my who my immediate pick, my instant pick that I had to go. Mm-hmm. No, stop that! My instant pick was Mila Jovovich, yeah. <laughs> and I had to say no, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, that'd been an easy pick to make too. Mm-hmm. That'd have been an easy pick to make. Yeah, but we're trying to be well, like you said, we're trying to be a little bit different and not make the absolute. Although I am guilty of taking two absolute easy picks in my lineup. I've already given you one of them. Right. So. And uh, heck yeah. So should we put, so now this is my question. If we give out our Prince Adam here. Yeah. Then they're, I'm pretty sure it's going to be kind of a lock on who the, who he man's going to be. So should we go ahead and move to Skeletor and Let's say Prince Skeletor Adam? first because he man is the absolute last Right, and right, we do, and we can do Prince Adam just before He Man if you want to. Let's do it. I like that. Okay, so mm-hmm. for moving on to the ultimate bad guy, I'll get you, He Man. <laughs> I chose. I chose Travis Rollins. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there we go. Put Heck your yeah. picture up here, Travis. <laughs> here I am. <laughs> That's great, Beast Man. <laughs> So, uh, but no, when, it, when it comes to Skeletor, I wanted somebody who could have that facial look about him, the build on his face and jaw, the expressions he can do, the fact that he can do a high pitched voice. And it's not going to be Alan Oppenheimer, obviously. Well, yeah. And, you know and I mean, it, it's sad to me, too, though, that Jim Carrey said he's not doing any more movies. So, yeah. Yeah. Because he can pull it off. <laughs> he, can pull it off. he could. But uh, I, I, I chose Willem Dafoe. Oh my God! What an amazing pick, dude! I love that pick. So the Goblin himself, the Green Goblin himself. The Green Goblin himself. The the man who I have been dreaming of them casting is the Joker for years. What a Joker he would be! Too. Oh my God, Willem Dafoe. I mean, what what can you even say? What can you even say about Willem Dafoe? Man, that dude has done it all. Deer Hunter, all the way up to what he's anything he does these days. Uh, his character in uh, Boondock Saints was like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. That was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Well, yeah, everybody loves Willem, man. Willem's he can't. Even- right, but I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this right here now. I I, I like my Willem Dafoe pick, mm-hmm. but Travis has got me beat. I I might even leave this. I might even leave this one out of the you know list in in, in the story list going head to head. I may have to leave this one out <laughs> and just go ahead and give it to him at 100. <laughs> percent uh, So I picked someone. Uh, who I have been a fan of since the first time I saw this guy on screen. He plays a villain to, he plays psychotic to the T. Like he's, he just does so well. 
Um, he brings a lot of uh, body fitness and, and body acceptance uh, to, to the world. He, he does a lot of, to advocate for that because this man has alopecia. Uh, his name is oh. Anthony Kerrigan. Oh. Oh, okay. I, I did it too quick. <laughs> I would no, no, no. You're good. I was about right. to tell you be careful. I don't want oh, to see Will Smith. Yeah, up, Will, I don't want, want Will, Will Smith to come up and hit you. I don't want okay? Will to run around the corner, man. That's right. <laughs> be careful, man. No, but, uh, uh, that guy there, yeah. I loved him in Gotham. Oh my God, Zaz was he Zaz. made Zaz. This man single-handedly made Zaz one of the coolest Batman villains there is now. Like you. Zaz was like, man, eh, whatever. If you read the comics and watched the cartoons, but this dude right here, dude, he made Zaz must see TV for real. Yes. And oh, I told you about Barry earlier. Well, he plays he, he plays a Chechnyan uh, gangster in Barry, and it is this dude is man. Everything he does is amazing and hilarious. Where has he been in the past? Oh, he he's been in he's been in some other. I wanted to say he was Calibus and uh, what you call it, but that was actually that really really tall dude with the glasses. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. We can Google him real do, quick. Google him real quick in IMDb. See if he did movies back in the eighties uh, and nineties. Oh, I don't know. I think he's about my age, maybe a little. But bit I don't know what his I don't know what his age is. That's why I'm asking. Yeah. Because if 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 they ever redid Powder. Oh my God! Yeah, he definitely wasn't powder, but he was. Uh, yeah, he could do powder for sure. Well, I'm saying if he ever redid it, he could pull that off easily. Why didn't it, it took me to his biography instead of his? Uh... Yeah, he was Kyle Nimbus or The Mist on the Flash TV series. Yes, uh, that's right. Uh, he was in Bill and Ted Face the Music. He's been in Bear and Barry, of course. Uh, his name is Noho Hank in Bill Her- in Bill and Ted uh, in Barry. Uh, the Toll Road, Gotham, of course, Hard Sun. So he started acting on Law and Order, Criminal Intent in 2008. Is showing his first credit. Okay. And some some TV stuff, and then then he started getting into the movies. But, uh, okay. That's but cool. yeah, I love that guy, and I think that he could just, I think that he could pull off, you know, especially like we said with the special effects and all. But I would love to see what he would bring to the kind of psychotic silliness of Skeletor, you know. Oh, I think, oh yeah, I think he. I think yeah. he'd nail it. Oh, definitely, definitely. Heck yeah! So, so we, got, we got we got the man, huh? Two left. Two left. Two left. We got uh, we got Prince Adam, and then we got the man himself, Mister He Man. So we'll start out with Prince Adam because, like I said, uh, once Adam shows you Adam, you're gonna know who He Man is. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, Prince Adam. Kind of resembles He Man in a way. Uh, well, you know what? I've been I've been a little upset with the movies and the TV show series that they've been doing afterwards, where they're making him look completely different, or he turns into. Because in the show, in the show, he he lost his shirt and gained a bandolier, basically. If you're <laughs> like referring, if you're referring to the Netflix version of it, I refused to watch it when it came out. Right, it's actually pretty good. I, I heard just the opposite. I heard yeah, it was actually like not it. pretty good. I like it. It, w- it depends on which one you're watching. Are you watching the one that Kevin Smith did, or are you watching the other one? Because there's two out right now. I only know of one, and when it came out, it was not about He-Man as much as it was about Tila. Yeah. So 
that may be the Kevin Smith one because they were pushing Tila into a into they were pushing Tila more to the forefront, but it was still about He Man. It was totally about He Man. But you got to think about it with Tila being the daughter of the sorceress. You need, I mean, uh, it's it's pretty good. And I'm but always see, happy that we keep He-Man going. We're introducing kids to He-Man and stuff like that, but I'm not happy with a lot of things about it, to be sure. I don't like the changes. Uh, yeah. The changes made in it, the way, it, the direction it goes and the changes made, just like I didn't like the changes that were made to Voltron. Mm-hmm. I started watching the new Voltron on Netflix. That's I haven't watched that at all. After I, after I started seeing the way they made changes to have some of the characters and everything and what they were, mm-hmm. I said, nope, I can't keep watching this. Right. So I, I respect I that, I respect that. Though. I I, I like yeah. my stuff the way they were. If you want to make something that is in your own vision, but you want something like a Voltron, do what the 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 what are they called? The Power Ranger people did. You know, rip it off in your own form. <laughs> All right. You know? I mean, come yeah. on. Heck yeah. But anyway, uh, Prince Adam. Prince I, Adam. I, made, I chose uh, Liam Hemsworth. Liam Hemsworth. Right. Uh, notice. Uh, he's you only got some pretty eyes, he's, don't he? He's he's blonde. He's got a clean cut to his you know, yep. clean shave out there on his face. Young, uh, young. He's younger. Young, yes. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, you you just got to go with him. I mean, he's he should be he he's a good pick for Prince Adam. He's not like he's super buff, but he's you know right. kind of built in a way. He's kind of ripped a little bit, yeah. and he can work on it before the movie gets there. And make himself look a lot, a lot more. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So He's obviously got good genes. It wouldn't be that hard, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So I mean, I went with him for Prince Adam. Yeah. So for my Prince Adam, you probably know exactly who my He Man's going to be after my Prince Adam too. And uh, I went with a Prince Adam who I feel like I love this dude. Okay, and I felt like he got a hard time in a particular movie. I was like, why, why y'all making my man out to be a little punk? But I hate it. It's kind of going to be like an Edward type thing from for Batman. You know, he's going to come back after some years and just be raw and like, ooh, he's going to channel all that anger from that that thing he did in the past <laughs> and make some kind of crazy dark character. And uh, <laughs> I chose Josh Josh Hutchins Hutchinson or however you say his name. Yeah, we we're going to butcher some names here, but uh, I chose Josh, man, or as y'all might know him, Peter from uh, Hunger Games, and. Yep. Uh, I chose him because, I mean, in Hunger Games, he was a little whiny. You know, he does seem like he's a little so, not as physically imposing. So you you're know? saying this is his Cedric Diggory role, you were saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Cedric, <laughs> Cedric Diggory. No, Cedric. Hey, Cedric gets mad props. <laughs> this is Cedric Diggory role. But when, you, but when you think of Pat, you said this would be like, you said you were referring to Pattinson doing like the uh, Batman thing. Yeah. It's like when you think of him when he first came out, everybody's like, oh, look, Cedric Diggory's now a sparkly vampire. Yeah. Ooh, the sparkly vampire is now the Batman. The Batman. Yeah. I told everybody he was going to smash it, and he did, though. But but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, I got I got, uh, I got, got PETA because, you know, the transition to me makes sense. And to be honest, I feel like he favors my He-Man, and, and Chris's person favor, uh, Chris's Prince Adam favors his He-Man. And, and we did know, that on purpose. Yeah, we did that on purpose. So there's gonna be some. Con- we want once again. What do we want? We want uh, consistency. We want consistency. Yeah, hundred percent. Right. We've been saying That's that right. this whole time. We want consistency. So, right. 
So yeah, I'm gonna we so we collaborated and came up with the same pick for He Man, and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and share that with you all without further ado, since we're over time a little bit, and you know, show, bam, there I he know. is. See, you can't tell me you can't tell me that Terry Crews. You can't tell me Terry Crews can't do He Man. Terry Crews is He Man, bro. Okay, there's no way you can't say he can't do it. I, that's my first. I told him I was surprised you picked yeah. it, Travis. I was like, this yeah. is this is the man right here. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, we didn't even it tripped us out when we found out who it was. So uh, I know, man. It's cool. So, uh, so yeah, check out the social media, and we'll talk to y'all later. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm an attorney. I don't know which way to go. <laughs> right. So um, uh, yeah, we're totally full of it. Uh, Chris, who did you really pick? Although, no, if y'all want, hey, if Terry, if you want to hop on YouTube or something and do some He-Man stuff, I'm down. <laughs> I want to see that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, we we'll, we'll put it on here. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad. like. Terry is a He-Man either. We can make you that can, work. We can flop that around. Matter of, fact, matter of fact, come on, America's got talent and do it. There you go. Heck yeah. Do a Simon says. <laughs> but this is my second of my two obvious picks. Right, for He-Man. Um, yeah. and, and I went with Chris Hemsworth. Bam. Yes, I took Thor. I took Thor. That's right. But, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, once again, the, he can he can have a different look with his hair than what he's got going on right now. Thor has been several different ways. Mm-hmm. He's had the long hair. He's had the short, you know, spiked crew cut like hair. Mm-hmm. He's had uh, the big Lebowski. He, he had the big Lebowski look in the <laughs> Avengers when he was fat Thor. Yeah, and uh, somehow he, pulled all of it off. Exactly. It off. So, I mean, he could he he could put a bowl cut on his head or something if he wanted to for yeah, a minute. Man. Yeah, man. and pull off He Man, and then his brother, Chris. And his brother looking just like him, obviously. I mean, it's, it's a perfect princess. Yeah, I mean, if you, you jump between those two, like, bam. I mean, you know, come on, Cringer. We got to, you know, by the power of Grayskull. Pow! <laughs> you know and then next thing you know, the lightning strikes and it's Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, He's going yeah. to have the power, you know. Exactly. So. Yeah, how is that? I mean, that that is, I mean, you're right. That's the other, that's the, that's the obvious. Cause I mean, that's the first one my brain went to too. So yeah. And, and after you tell us yours, I'm going to bring up the one that the internet's yelling for that there are a lot of people's yelling for on the internet too. So. Which is actually, to me, that's a good choice too. It makes a lot of sense to me, it, but uh, not as can. much sense as ours does. Uh, for me, I wanted it. I wanted somebody who was still young enough to not be too much to not seem too you know like they're aging too much even though this guy has looked like he's been 30 years old for 20 years <laughs> uh, and i wanted somebody big i wanted somebody strong and i i needed somebody that could say you know hey cringer and then go by the power of grace goal i have the power so i got alan Amen. So I got Alan Richson, uh, Mr. Jack Reacher himself, Mr. Aquaman. If uh, if and if anybody has not seen Jack Reacher yet, go watch that series. Oh uh, yeah, that's that's awesome. Jack Reacher is awesome. Played uh, Hawk and Teen Titans as well. Yep, played Hawk, and uh, it was it was awesome in Teen Titans. Man, I add, uh, I'm mad at all my yeah. friends except Chris because he was the only one that told me that I should watch it. Uh, and I, it's actually not called Teen Titans. It's called just called Titans on HBO. Oh, Titans. And yeah. uh that's a fabulous show it shows you uh the first fight scene that i saw was robin in an alley and i looked at my nine-year-old and i said see now that's not robin that's nightwing they're gonna call him robin but that's nightwing right there only nightwing busts heads like that yeah (laughs) but but yeah it's a great show but yeah he was not very fond he was not very fond of batman either oh no oh no (laughs) 
So, but yeah, there it is, man. Our second picks for Batman behind Terry Crews. Yep. Or not Batman, but He Man. Uh, Batman, He Man. There we go. There it was. There it was. That was the recorder. It took moment. you all show. I know. You were, I you were at the very end of everything, man. Look, and if we hadn't went everything. over, if we hadn't went over, that's what it was. I, I don't really consider us over technically. We, we, go, <laughs> we go anywhere from an hour to an hour fifteen on an average. We're at hour seventeen right now. True. So true. it's not it's not too bad. So I'll tell you what we'll do. Just that you pointed. But see, out. I would have I would have picked Terry Crews for Batman over Robert Pattinson too, though. So I mean, you know. Yeah, I would. You know, do you think he can? What would he get and go? I'm Batman. Oh yeah. I, I think it'd be more like this though. I think his hands are coming and be like, I'm Batman. <laughs> he could. He, he could get away with it. And he could get away he with could. it. That's right. So speaking of getting away, we're getting away with this. Yes, yes. You gotta um, tell us who the who the we for, are so we going to Yes, exactly. Well, and as I mentioned earlier, I will try my best to start getting those um those stories on there. Uh a series of stories to release with a poll on it where you can choose which one you liked on our picks and everything. So what I'll do is I'll get Travis to just email me those pictures he got tonight mm-hmm. and um, I'll go ahead and start making uh, some things for those. Um, I lost track of where we were going. We're going to social oh. media. So we're going to social media. Are we going to social media? We're going to go just real quick. Let them know who the internet's yelling for. He played. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. He was Eric, the Viking vampire on True Blood. Yes. People are yelling uh, Alexander Skarsgård. Then they're doing it because of his portrayal of Tarzan that he he did. Uh, They said he was real ripped and buff. And they think he could could pull off a good He-Man, cut his hair shorter, a little blonder. And they say he could do He-Man. I agree. That would be be a great pick for that. I mean, maybe a little bit of. I feel like it'd be a little bit of a stretch. I don't feel like he's filled out enough. He's yeah, I, I, when I think of He-Man, I think of a little bit bulkier. Yeah. Not not just ripped, but bulky. Agreed. So, I mean, it, I don't mean Scott Steiner bulky. <laughs> but, you know, maybe Lex Luger bulky. Right, Yeah, right. something. But anyway, if y'all don't know wrestling, just ignore me. That's um, it. Anyway, uh, social media. Yes, sir. Some social media real quick. Um, used to, I, I, used to, I used to play this video here for everybody to see. Yep. But um, I got tired of the video because it just seems so cheesy when I look at it now. Uh-huh. So just remember, all you have, all you got to remember is at Retro Life for you. Same That's name it. you see at the top of the screen right now, right up look there, at Retro, retro Life for you. You're number one podcast for all things retro. Don't forget yeah, that. Just it. look up at Retro Life for you, Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok. We have a Twitter page. Unfortunately, I don't know if Retro Life for you pulls up as it does my actual name that shows up on there is Chris A and a bunch of numbers and crap after it. So it's really stupid. And I can't figure out how to change it to make it otherwise yet. I'm still a Twitter newbie here. I had Twitter years ago, but I got rid of it and I forgot all about it. Um, but reach out to us on social media. Um, follow us on there. You can participate in anything I put up there. If I put any polls up or anything like that, I put a lot of stuff up during the week, uh, two or three times a week. I'll put something up most of the time. Uh, unless we're extremely busy and I might get one thing up and just a couple of stories a week or something, but I try to be consistent with it. TikTok, I've got some a new series of things I'm putting out on TikTok for fun for some older movies. Uh, it's on Facebook as well. Travis has seen it. He loves them. I do. Uh, a lot of it's, 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 it's a cool look too. It's got the different places at the bottom of the screen where you can follow us at, which are Spotify, uh, the Stitcher, iTunes, 
And you can go to YouTube, where we are right now, and watch us on video live. Well, not live, but on YouTube, uh, doing the show on here. We're also at Anchor.fm, which is where we host our show. You can go straight to there and watch it, and it gives you the opportunity there at Anchor.fm to answer any poll question that I put up on there. Uh, You can leave a voice message for us on there, and it gives you an opportunity to help support us on there as well. It's kind of like a... um, uh, it's kind of like YouTube having a tip jar or Twitch <laughs> having um, bits and stuff like that. Uh, it gives you the opportunity to support the people who do shows on there. And it's up to you what you do. I mean, we're not, we're not asking you to go in there and put money on it, but it gives you the opportunity if you want to help support and see other things with it. So uh, follow us on all those and just, you know, what is, did I put the email out there too? I didn't put the email out there. Retro life for you at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. Any questions you have at all, retroliferyou at gmail.com, and I will get back to you on it. They come straight to my computer and my uh, my iPad, actually, so it's all good. Travis, uh, anything you want to leave us out with today? Well, I got nothing, man. I wanted to do like a closing monologue, like, hey, friends, and tell you what we learned today, but uh, I don't even remember what He-Man used to say, man, so, uh, you know, now you know. Oh. know would, that not have been, would that not have been perfect? Yeah. In today's episode, we learned that you can pick people to play roles in a movie and they don't have to be exactly like the people that they portrayed. Yeah.